habits are what um, takes us where we are going because these are the things that we keep doing we do again and again they can take us uh, off track or they can lead us to uh, to where we would like to get got a lot of love yeah that's for sure you got music and movies and friends and medicine yeah is the show for me and you the one you love to listen to and oh you got your friends see it through seek laughter is medicine too said it's medicine to be Welcome to The Ed Show, brought to you by Karis Healthcare and the Relevant app. The opinions expressed on the show are not necessarily those of producer A-Edge Productions. I am your co-host, Brandon Lee, and here's your host, Wendy Love Edge. Hey, remember, we don't dispense medical advice, and all your health choices are your own. This is Season 6, Episode 16, How Can We Develop Healthy Habits? How are you doing this week? I'm doing good. I mean, uh, so many habits I've been trying to work on. You know, even we talked about this entire mm-hmm. season being about our health and wellness. And uh, habits are a huge part of it. I've been trying to work on those so much in this past season of uh, just trying to get my diet right and mm-hmm. uh, trying to work on healthy habits and uh, getting rid of some bad habits out there that yes. sometimes do we even think that are healthy for us. I don't know how, but. Right. Uh, You know, but yeah, trying to get rid of those habits. How are you doing, Wendy? I'm doing pretty well. I've been thinking a lot about this since we're doing this particular show this week. And what uh, uh, this whole season, you're absolutely right. I'm working on my wellness plan and trying to institute uh, the healthier habits, some of which I sort of abandoned through the pandemic. Um, And, you know, really, everything comes down to habit, you know, uh, sometimes I know earlier before we started the show, you were talking about people who, you know, think they have to have a smoke before they eat because they've developed that habit, but it's not really true. It's just, that's, that's the habit that they develop. Um, you know, they say it takes 21 days to develop a habit, but I was reading earlier that that's not necessarily true. Um, everybody's a little bit different. I think that maybe it's sort of an average. If you make a change, it may take a few weeks to stick, but it's not true for everyone. You know, you can uh, figure out how that works for you if you want to start uh, a healthier habit. Healthier exactly. Lifestyle. And, you know, uh, your rituals are, you know, they release endorphins sometimes, even just like, you know, I want to smoke before I eat or whatever mm-hmm. you may be doing. It releases a few endorphins. So, you know, pleasure, you know, you, you enjoy the repetitive, uh, repetitive, uh, of the activity, you know, mm-hmm. repetitive, uh, there you <laughs> go. I got that word of the activity and, you know, and, um, so you kind of just used to it in sort of a, uh, ritual, you know, mm-hmm. if you will, you wake up in the morning, you have your cup of coffee, you may sit down and enjoy, uh, watching the news or, uh, scrolling on your phone. Maybe right. some some people have these bad habits of taking their phone into the bathroom with them, or yes. um, and then it's not I'm saying that's a bad habit, but it's it's a ritual 
that mm-hmm. we get used to. And right. we have these throughout our life, throughout our day, uh, mm-hmm. good and bad. Right. And sometimes they start early in life. Sometimes your parents teach you certain ways to do things. And and even if we don't think it's a great idea, it's just sort of ingrained. And those are still possible to change too. So really it comes down to, um, so I, I went, I was telling you, I, I revisited Stephen Covey's The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It came out in 1989, I think. It's a long time ago now. <laughs> it was a good year. It was a good year. Uh, I think but the I, Nintendo was rocking and rolling right about then, too. So I think so. The first I think, Nintendo. <laughs> I think you're right. There's a habit. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, yeah, someone sort of revisited the book uh, and, and wrote about it. Um, gen20.com is where the article was Um, but one of the things that's in there is you know visualizing what you want what is your end goal you know um, have goals and and figure out where you're headed (laughs) right Uh, and then that helps you to develop the habits to get you where you want to go that is so true that is so true I think many of us and I can be guilty of this um, when I was younger a, a lot. It seems like when we're younger, we don't have that direction or mm-hmm. we don't know. You know, a lot of people are still figuring that out. Right. But you got to at some point just stop and figure out your direction and what you want in life, you know, because we, we only have one life. And um, and to get to where we wanted to be, you, most of the time you have to have some good habits or at least some habits that will get you to those places, whether it be right. waking up early in the morning, you know, so you can get to that job on time or um, having the right uh, saving money so you can have a vehicle to do the things you want to do. So there's all these different habits. You kind of kind of put them all together, mm-hmm. uh, building blocks to get to where you want to go. Right. And knowing where that is will help you to uh, to figure out what the goals are, you know. Um, and then you can prioritize them. So figuring out where you want to go. And then once you know that you'll, it'll be clearer what the priorities are, you know, exactly. You kind of like know the game plan. You got to know, you know, you got to know where the goal is to get to the goal. Yes. You know, it's like right. a, I, I don't want to give you sports terms, but oh, you can, they, they I was thinking imagine not knowing where the basket is in basketball, you know, mm-hmm. like you, you got to know where your goal is and where you're going. And you know, I'm not saying, you know, figure something out quick, um, but definitely it needs to be one of those things that's in your psyche, in your mind all the time of what do I want to do? Where do I want to go? What do I want to be? Right. And um, who do I want to be with and doing these things with? Because, you know, right. I was having this conversation about this with um, with someone about even relationships where people get to a certain point. Maybe you're like, really want to get married one day mm-hmm. or really want to have a kid. But what is after that? You know, um, a lot of people feel like there's the goal. And then when you get to that goal, when you get to the top of that mountain, what are you doing then? Right. You know? So when you're thinking about these goals, you definitely got to think about even longer than just arriving to that goal. But mm-hmm. what you're going to do when you get there and how much work it's going to take when you get there. Right. That's so true. I think sometimes we may have aspirations and goals. And so we're living toward that. But then what what happens when we get there? Right. Yeah. Um you know, so I think uh, I think all of those questions can be answered um, in in Stephen Covey's book. He also recommends, you know, make a personal mission statement. What are you trying to do in your life? Have, what is your mission? Um, I, I think that's a good idea, you know, kind of defining what you're trying to accomplish, visualize the outcome and 
add to that yeah. what are you going to do once <laughs> when you get right. there what now what yeah you and know? you know and those habits uh, will help you along the way when you get there you know i realized mm -hmm. in my profession doing it for so long that oh man if i was given what i get what i get on a daily in my job and what i do and my workload compared to what when i first started i don't know what i would do i'd probably just sit and cry <laughs> you know <laughs> right. so mm -hmm. having those good habits over the years and developing what you can do and honing in your skills uh, with good habits will make that goal achievable yes. and, and, and something to where you can be successful even in, in making that goal. So yes, all of so. that stuff is such a good, such a good direction for sure. I know. And, and, and absolutely all true. And, and another uh, thing on the list of the seven habits that I think is really important is um, in relationships, at a job, you know, seek to understand, not to be understood. So um, I kind of really took that to heart when I first uh, read about, about this. Um, when, you, when you approach it that way, right, you're listening a lot more than you're talking. You're listening and trying to understand. And as you do that, you also will be understood, you know, yeah. um, it, it's kind of like sometimes stepping down a little bit and, and listening, really listening. And then um, that, that habit will help you uh, in the long run. Even like if you have like a long-term relationship, uh, bad habits can form quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and over time you start kind of forgetting that you have these habits you know that's the thing it's just it's just the routine of life uh, that you're just going through and sometimes these bad habits can kind of fester with uh, your partner and uh, mm -hmm. you know you got to start being being aware of these things as well um, and taking assessments and stepping back and saying okay what what good habits am I forming for this and as we go right back to relationships the very beginning is what's your goals in the relationship mm -hmm. you know a lot of people want to have kids or or get married but again what are you doing after that? Is this person helping you in your daily life? Is, so, is it a good match for your, for your soul, for, for what you're doing and what you're wanting mm -hmm. to accomplish? So yeah, always, you know, reassessing, um, it's just really important. Um, so, uh, and the awareness. So we, we talked about awareness with my wellness guest today, and that's coming up next, my conversation with Michael Lindau. Joining me now is Michael Lendau. Michael is a professional musician, Feldenkrais practitioner, and the founder of PersistentGrowth.com. Welcome to the show, Michael. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, very nice to see you here. So, uh, Michael, you help, uh, you help clients to create healthy habits, especially with movement and physical activity. Um, and this show is all about forming habits, forming healthy habits that, that serve you uh, right. So uh, my first question for you is, uh, how do we form habits that are healthy and how do we start to eliminate the ones that aren't so good for us? Um, yeah, I can tell you about myself. Mm -hmm. I... I was a university teacher in music schools for 30 years, so I never really thought about it much. My schedule was a given, it was done for me. I knew when it's a working time and when I'm free. So, so the, the habitual pattern of how to build the day 
was never an issue. Right. And then three years ago, I quit the university and decided to dedicate myself to the Feldenkrais method that you mentioned. I've also been a Feldenkrais practitioner for 30 years, which is a work of, uh, it's a method that works with movement and awareness or mm -hmm. awareness through movement. Um, and becoming an entrepreneur, like having my own business, was a big shock for me because I noticed that I have no idea how to build habits, how to manage my time, how to know what to do next. Mm -hmm. So this is when I started going into the issue of habit building. Mm -hmm. um, had to create my own ways of knowing what I do every day, what is important to do every day, mm -hmm. what can wait, uh, how to prioritize. Um, so, yeah, how do we build habits? <laughs> so, yeah. of course, you have to, to, um, to know where you want to get and, uh, and see what is a step that if you take it regularly would get you closer there. Uh, so this yeah. is like a... <laughs> Um, my general idea, habits are what um, takes us where we are going, because these are the things that we keep doing, we do again and again, they can take us uh, off track, or they can lead us to, uh, to where we would like to get. So they're really, it's really important mm -hmm. yeah, to, to, notice, to notice what it is that you do regularly. Really focusing on habits started with the pandemic. Uh, when I moved my whole, I couldn't give um, classes in my studio. I couldn't do hand-on uh, sessions. It all went on online. And I thought, okay, what can I offer online? And I came up with this thing that is more focused on habit. Make it much shorter and make it daily. And I built this um, this awareness of movement practice that is three minutes long and you do it daily so I've, I've created these really short sessions in which you take your take the time and you take three minutes to really stop daily life stop the rat race and look into yourself and do things in a very um controlled and focused way and so, so this was really about creating the habit of awareness and self-care on a daily basis. Over time, and people who stayed with me for months confirmed, this is my <laughs> proof of the experiment, yes. that it really makes a difference. They, they look forward to it, so it really becomes a habit. They, they, it becomes part of their day, every day for over months. And um, and they notice after a while, I get all, all of these comments that say, I notice things more, I am more focused, I move better. I, I can't imagine having done today's session three months ago, uh -huh. because something built up. Um, yeah, it, if you really take time to improve half of a percent of whatever it is that you're doing, Mm -hmm. Every day, it adds up to a real change. That's amazing. And so you're talking about movement and moving your body. 
does this apply to other things? Like if people are trying to find some discipline and habit with their eating pattern or um, with uh, meditation or maybe work uh, pace or uh, can we apply this three minutes uh, to other things for creation of good habits? I'm sure you can apply the format to anything you want to change in your life, but you'll have to find out what is meaningful to do in three minutes in any area. So I I work with movement, so this is um, where I focus, and I've created this um, whole long series of different sessions. So it's a different one each day. It's not something that you repeat mechanically. Mm-hmm. And but uh, but in in this work in the Feldenkrais world, movement is a a doorway. It's not really about movement as something mm-hmm. separate from our whole being. So we use movement to uh, to increase focus, to improve your um, your way of being in the world. Mm-hmm. So movement is movement is life. So you look at movement. Um, and and you change as a whole. So how could people get started then? Uh, where can they find your program and how could they get started with this? Um, so you're welcome to enter my page. It is called persistent-growth.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and if you um, sign up and you're interested, you uh, get three free samples of these three minute nice. uh, sessions yeah. so so it like in three days in a row you get a session you take three minutes and move and see if it makes sense to you mm-hmm. um yeah so th- this is my uh, my home page yes yeah that's great that people can sample and it's over a few days so you can see that three minutes and I think anyone can find three minutes, you know, and um, absolutely. And, and by trying it over a few days, you're seeing that, oh, this is this is a habit that I could form. Um, I, I think most people would would come to that conclusion. Thanks so much for joining me. Miss Teddy here with your food is medicine minute, creating new habits or bringing back old ones that um, can help you can be difficult, but it can be worth it in the long run. I just um, created a new habit. I'm used to weighing and measuring all my food, and my doctor suggested that I started counting the calories of the food, and that was a very big eye-opener. For example, a simple patty melt from Whataburger is 1,420 calories. So I have created a new habit of counting calories of my food intake uh, um, during the day, and I have limited myself to 1,500 calories. It has been a very big eye-opener, and in 15 days, I have already lost 10 pounds. For more information on food as medicine, please feel free to contact me at Learn From Teddy on Facebook. This is Mile High News, and I'm Candace Dyer. This week, I'm covering an article from Marijuana Movement released April 16, 2022. The title is, The DEA Says Illegal Marijuana Trafficking for Mexico is Declining Amidst State's Legalization Movement. First of all, I'm going to call it cannabis, replacing that M-word. 
So, the DEA didn't exactly come out and say that more Americans are buying cannabis from state-regulated businesses. As legalization movement sweeps across the country, they did say that cannabis is largely been replaced by domestic-produced cannabis, even if Mexico remains the most significant foreign source of the plant. Also, in the article, there are some other positive trends, like the fact that the DEA is increasing domestic production of cannabis for study purposes and cannabis arrests have declined nationally, and federal prosecutions over cannabis are dropping too. The DEA also acknowledged that cannabis seeds are generally uncontrolled and regardless of how much THC might end up in the plant. All of this is great news as we continue to move forward in cannabis legalization and in prohibition and descheduling the medicine so that any citizen can use their medicine freely and without fear or concern. I just love to see positive trends. This has been Mile High News on The Edge Show. I'm your host, Candace Dyer. Stay lit, everyone. I'm Dr. Brian Nickel, your cannabis expert for CannabisExpertMD.com. We've got a uh, cannabis pairing for The Edge Show this week. We're going to do something a little different this season. Now I can pair cannabis with whatever I choose to. Uh, this week... On the advice of my producer is a cannabis and video game pairing. For many people, cannabis and video games, they seem to go together like peanut butter and jelly. It's really a great match. Uh, for this particular pairing, I selected Sid Meier's Civilization V. Now, this is a game that uh, Sam and I actually play often. It is an empire-building game. It's a strategy game to where uh, you follow a civilization from prehistoric times up into the future. It's turn-based. Each player represents a nation or civilization, and you essentially direct and guide the development of that civilization over thousands of years. Uh, economic, religious, military, technology, population, and a lot of other factors come into play for making a really interesting multifaceted gameplay. A game lasts uh, about how long, Sam? Yeah, it lasts a long time. I think our games seem to go on for a couple weeks at a time here uh, until you meet certain victory conditions. In our case, it's always, what, world domination, right, Sam? We always play world domination every time. For this, I was looking for a strain that will uh, keep you nice and focused on the gameplay because it can be a bit complicated, but uh, relaxed enough so that you can tolerate the players who take way too long to finish their turns. Looking at you there, Mr. Producer. You know who I'm looking at here. Uh, for this, based on cannabinoid and terpene selections as usual, natural state medicinals, blackjack. Now, blackjack is potent at 23% total THC. A little bit of trace CBD is present. Terpenes show a point, potent 1.44 total percent. Beta-caryophyllin is up first at 0.65%. Myrcene is up next at 0.27%. Hemoline is there at 0.2%. Pinene's right up there with those guys at 0.15%. Limeline showing at 0.1%. And you got about 0.08% linalool present. Now, Blackjack, this should give you a really quick cerebral high thanks to the uh, myrcene, the beta-caryophyllin. This should relieve some stress, may uh, stop you from uh, badgering the slow players in the game a bit. The pinene gives a memory boost that is quite, very much needed in a game this complicated and some much-needed focus. 
the limeline, a nice little mood boost, and uh, the little bit of linalool, that should give you a little bit of a chill base to uh, sit through those long turns. Now, blackjack should be just the flower to enjoy with a uh, game of Civ 5. Uh, I usually recommend people always purchase at least an eighth of an ounce because you're going to be there quite a long time. For more information on all things medical cannabis, be sure to check us out at CannabisExpertMD.com. We're also available on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under Cannabis Expert MD. Well, what a great show it's been. A, a, a short show, but I'm, I'm loving it. What do you think, Brandon? I love it. Uh, we kind of get all the same information in. We're just trying to be a little bit more brief, and that's fine. We're, yes. we're starting new good habits. I think you know? so. I think it is a new, a good habit. Um, I love that Dr. Nickel is pairing cannabis with different things. Now this week it was a video game. We don't know what it's going to be next time. I like the idea of pairing with video games. We could use a little bit of help with that, you know? Uh, there so you go. Let's, let's go. <laughs> I haven't played very many video games lately too. So I might have to go back to it now that he's uh, prescribing uh-huh. us, uh, this to us. So yes, for sure. I want to remind people too, with the, uh, with the habits, you know, um, we we heard about with our guests today that, you know, creating good habits, you've got to take time for yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, I've noticed this through my journey of doing this um, and trying to really take a control of my health and um, and wellness. It's making time for yourself. Yes. Uh, you cannot spoil yourself with working out and making yourself a better person. You know what I'm saying? You can't mm-hmm. like, oh, you've, sometimes people feel guilty about going to work out or or, um, you know, taking time for themselves to do something like this. You got to look at it like you're taking out the garbage or you're having to do the dishes. This is something mm-hmm. that should be a part and blocked off in your life um, to be able to focus on yourself and create some new good habits mm-hmm. and realize the bad habits, write them down and see what ways that you can, um, how you can accomplish them to just get rid of those bad habits and replace them with better ones. Right, right. Great, great uh, point. Yeah, you know, we were talking about Stephen Covey earlier, he calls it sharpening the saw. Um, and, and, and Michael, you know, pointed out, you know, with the, what he's put together, he's asking you to commit to three minutes a day, three minutes, you know, everyone has three minutes. Um, but it's sort of this, the start of creating a positive, um, you know, taking that time specifically to move your body and work on yourself and you can do it, you know, in other ways as well, but yeah, self-care I think is high on the priority list for people who really understand that this is how they can uh, cultivate, you know, healthy, good habits in other ways in their lives. So. Right. And remember that your, your health and the, and your wellness affects everyone else around you, you know? Mm -hmm. So if you say, oh, I can't do this because I've got kids, you know, I got the kid and, and you have these excuses of other people that you're having to deal with, realize that they have to deal with you too. And then, um, and that your best self is what, what everyone around you deserves. And, um, and you deserve it for yourself to be aware of, um, of your health and your wellness. And sometimes it's so amazing, uh, how much that we, we can put up with in our lives that are bad for us. Um, and then we just kind of pick it up and take it with us to, from day to day. So, you know, when you are working on these good habits, your life feels better. You yes. feel better, like your day is easier. It may not be easier, but it's it feels better um, and for it's sure. more approachable. So getting those good habits in your life, not only is it um, just great for everyone around you, but it 
it literally will make you your life better. So uh, that's obviously what we want for you. Absolutely. Find those good habits, hold on to them and let go of the rest. Well, have a great week, everyone. Bye. The Ed Show is sponsored in part by Keras Healthcare, the relevant app, Lit Premium Smoking Supplies, 131 Inclusion Gallery, Irie Bliss Wellness, Lindsay Camp with Synergy One Lending, Off-Leash Canine Training, and Green Harvest Health, inviting you to reclaim your wellness. Hi, my name is Stephen Coger, and I'm running for prosecutor of Washington and Madison counties. The justice system is broken, especially here in Arkansas, and one of my first policy changes will be ending the criminalization of marijuana possession. We should not be wasting our limited resources on a plant that is legal in half the country. Instead, we will focus on fighting violent crime. We'll also make major reforms and show how ending the harmful cycles of fines and fees of cash bail and overly punitive probation actually saves millions of tax dollars and makes us safer. Early voting begins on May 9th and the election is on May 24th. There's more information about me and the campaign at votecoger.com. That's vote, C-O-G-E-R, dot com. Paid for by the Committee to Elect Stephen Coger.